0: to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit Englishin10minutes.com.
1: Today Wendy and I are talking about the Maya world. The Maya were a pre-Columbian civilization that thrived for centuries in Mexico and Central America, and they've left behind a lot of great archaeological sites, and we've been lucky enough to visit a lot of these sites.
0: We have quite a few of them.
1: And so the inspiration for this episode actually came from a few episodes back when we were talking about Peru and you mentioned that somebody said to us once, if you've seen one pyramid in Mexico, you've seen them all. Mm -hmm. And I remember very specifically that exact conversation. And we met this um, Israeli couple and we spent a couple of days uh, traveling with them in Mexico. And they were basically going from one beach to another in Mexico and had just been to this one Maya site. And we were doing pretty much the exact opposite, which was that we went to quite a lot of Maya sites, uh, about 10 or even more, and only one beach.
0: Yeah, we're not really beach people, but we are interested in history and archaeology. So for us, the sites were, were really fascinating.
1: And as we said with Peru, I think it's, it was worthwhile for us to visit a lot of these different sites. Every time you go to one, you see something a little bit different or you have a slightly different experience. And so we felt that yeah, it was worthwhile to, to visit more of these sites probably than most people do.
0: Yeah, for sure. And they're all, you know, they each have their own individual characteristics. They're in their own different landscapes. You know, some of them are right on the beach or they're very close to popular resorts. And so they get a lot of tourists. And then others are much more remote and they might be hidden away in a forest somewhere. It might be pretty difficult to get to. And those tend to be the ones that we enjoy the most.
1: Right. So the most famous. My site is Chichen Itza. Uh, it was voted one of the new Seven Wonders in the, of the World when they did an internet vote about 10 years ago. And as you said, the reason that it's the most famous one is it's quite close to Cancun, which is a huge resort in the Yucatan Peninsula of Mexico. And so a lot of people who are doing um, trips, package type trips to Cancun, will have included a, a little day trip to Chichen Itza. And so they'll go there. Um, and it's interesting, I think, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, that it wasn't For us, the most impressive one.
0: No, for sure.
1: And secondly, like you mentioned, regarding the landscape, that's also something interesting about the Maya because the Yucatan is a very dry area. It doesn't get a lot of rain, and it has these sinkholes, which are these natural cisterns for storing fresh water. And in pre-modern times, that was how you could live and survive in the Yucatan, was through these sinkholes. Um, And so it's that... Because Chichen Itza is the most famous one, it gives perhaps the impression that this is the typical Maya site to have this backdrop of a very dry area, um, but it's actually not. No. And so the Maya empire extended quite a, uh, you know to quite a large extent, and most of it was in the jungle.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: you have a very different experience and a very different um, view and backdrop and everything if you go to these sites that are in the jungle. So I think... You know, if nothing else, it's worth going to one that's in the Yucatan Plain and one that's in the jungle to to see that difference uh, between them. Mm-hmm. And we arrived in the Maya region in Chiapas, which is a state or region in Mexico, and it's a very indigenous area of Mexico. And this is where some of the jungle ones are. And so that was our introduction to the Maya, and we went to several sites there. Um, probably the most famous one in that area is Palenque, and There's quite a lot of impressive structures there. There's a palace which has this tower, and we didn't see anything like that at any of the other sites, so already that was something unique that we saw at Palenque. I remember at the time, I think I was driving this, but we were trying to be the first people to arrive every day when we went to these Maya sites.
0: Yeah, you were definitely driving that.
1: (laughs) But it was great because it meant that you could go in and you'd be the only person in there or you'd be the first person in there. And so Mm -hmm. you could see these sites, um, you know, before the tour buses arrived and Mm -hmm. things like that. I remember the same Israeli couple who went to Chichen Itza said, you know, all of their photos have all these tourists in them. And, um, you know, I tried to avoid that.
0: Yeah. Well, you're really into photography and you do like to have photographs of, of landscapes and of architecture, generally without any people in them. You're not really big on people in your photos.
1: Well, so. local people is one thing. Tourists is a different thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that's why we do tend to get to the sites very early and it pays off.
1: So the other two sites in Chiapas that we went to were Bonampak and Yaxchilan, And Bonampak is interesting because it has murals. And no other site has murals, or certainly none that we went to. And so that was, again, a different aspect, something that was really worthwhile seeing. And it, they were very vibrant.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the colors were really bright. That was fantastic. That was something that I have very clear memories of, even though it's been a little while since we've been there. Yeah, because you don't really see those portrayed very often. You don't see paintings that were created by the Maya very often.
1: Right. Usually their artistic representation is in sculpture, and we Mm -hmm. also were able to see that at some of the other sites. But yeah, the the murals, uh, the frescoes and the painting was a unique thing that we saw in Bonampak. And the other one was Yaxchilan, and this was really in the jungle and we had to travel there by boat and that was the only way you could get there Uh, and so it was just a very atmospheric site. not a lot of tourists go to Yaxchulang compared with Palenque and so it was we just felt like we were discovering it Mm -hmm. really scrambling through the jungle, going from from one uh, building to another. The actual structures were not as impressive there as they were at some of the other places, but it was just the the atmosphere and the location that made it a really special place, I thought.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and some of the the buildings, some of the structures were kind of being taken over by the jungle. So you had trees growing out of them and, and roots climbing over them. And I thought that added to the atmosphere of the place as well.
1: So then from there we went, we did go up to the Yucatan Peninsula, so we visited Chichen Itza, Uxmal, and several other smaller sites as well. There was one small one in particular, I remember, that we went there because there was uh, some kind of gate or doorway that was decorated like a giant face, Mm -hmm. and it had these teeth that you had to climb Mm -hmm. over to get through. So just little things like that can make a a site worthwhile um, to visit. And we went to Guatemala, and then we went to Tikal, which is really the most spectacular of the Maya sites, I think.
0: Yeah, I would have to agree.
1: So Tikal is really in the jungle and there aren't that many structures there, but there are four enormous temple pyramids and these rise above the jungle canopy and they're just super impressive. And you can climb them. And when you climb them and go all the way to the top, you just look out over the jungle and that's all you can see in in all directions basically is this this jungle. And then above the treetops, you can see these pyramids, you know, going higher than the trees. And so that's really something.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Climbing up to the top of the pyramid and looking down on all of the trees and hearing the birds singing in the air. Yeah. It's a, it's a really magical place.
1: So, when you go to Tikal, you can have... I guess the entrance is is valid for two days because what a lot of people do and what we did was we went in the afternoon the day that we arrived and we stayed for sunset and then we slept near the site and then we went back again in the morning and you can go for sunrise. And so that's what we did and that's what, you know, a lot of people do of the people who go there and then you can climb a pyramid for sunrise and then that's just incredible because you're waiting. As you, as you said, you can hear all the birds. You can also hear the howler monkeys. Mm. Um who are these monkeys that that make this very very loud noise and then you just you're just in among nature and then you see the sunrise and and um you can see all these pyramids in the distance so that was really special
0: yeah definitely
1: and finally the last maya site we went to was copan which is in honduras and it's the only site i think that's in honduras so that's the furthest extent of the maya empire in that direction and it's very close to honduras's border with guatemala um and one of the things we saw there, which we hadn't seen elsewhere, was a ball court, if you like. So they played some kind of uh, game. I think it was quite a gruesome game. I think sometimes the head was, uh, the ball rather, was the head of someone who, an enemy who had been decapitated.
0: Yeah, I do remember something about that.
1: But you can kind of still see the the outline and the structure of the actual arena where they played. And so that was something that we hadn't seen uh, at any other site. Mm-hmm. And so basically that was our jaunt through the Maya world. So we went to, as I said, I think at least 10 of the Maya sites, but they were all really interesting. And it's one of the great memories that we have of Central America.
0: Yep, absolutely. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit englishin10minutes.com.